Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. I'm especially glad you decided to join me today because I'm extra excited. I'm going to read to you a story that I wrote myself, and I'm eager to find out whether you will like it or not. It's called The Color-Filled Promise by Blanche Pope Tosh. Long, long, long ago, before the years of time, there lived in heaven six beautiful colors. Now, you would think that since they were all created by God himself, they would play together nicely and enjoy one another's company. But instead, each color spent the better part of its time admiring its own beauty, for each one felt that it was far more beautiful than any of the other colors. And each color felt itself to be the most important in the heavenly realm, as well as on the earth that God had created for humankind. One heavenly day, while the colors were vainly enjoying their beauty, a committee of angels approached them with a message from God. One of the angels unrolled the scroll and began to read. I have a very special promise that I would like to give to humankind. It is my desire that the promise be delivered in a beautiful way so that it will never be forgotten. I've used each of you colors in many different ways to give pleasure to all of my creatures on earth. Now I want you to make the choice of the very best color to take my special promise to the earth. After reading the request from God, the angels informed the six colors that they would return in three days. At that time, they would see how the colors had chosen to deliver God's promise in a way that would be pleasing to him. Oh, my, the excitement that followed the announcement by the angels. Well, I'm sure you will readily agree that I am the obvious choice to give this promise from God to humankind, shouted Red. After all, I'm the color of fire and life-giving blood to all living beings. What color could possibly be more important than I am? And then even beautiful birds and flowers are brilliant with my color. Besides, I'm bright and warm, and people are always drawn to me. You can't possibly think that you are more important than the color of the sun. You talk about important. Without me, boasted Yellow, the earth would be dark, and humans would not have light to see. There wouldn't even be any life on earth without me. And look at all the beautiful flowers that are in my color. Think of a whole field of beautiful daffodils. And then there is tasty fruit and many other things that the Father uses me to color. Oh, please. Surely anyone can see that I am the color that the Father has used the most and must therefore be the color he considers to be the most beautiful. Any being on any part of the earth can look up at the sky and see me, beautiful blue, 
And what about the oceans and the seas and the lakes in many beautiful shades of me? Then, of course, look at how many humans and creatures have my color for their eyes. And what about the beauty of a dear fragile robin's egg in a soft shade of me? How could any of you question that without any doubt I am the only logical choice? Green was the next to sprout forth. Can you imagine the earth without any trees or leaves on flowers or leafy green vegetables? Green is the color for most growing things. You silly colors probably don't even know that chlorophyll is what the father puts into plants to make them live and grow, and it is green. And then there are beautiful birds and thousands of amazing small crawling creatures that the father has created in my color so that they will safely blend in with grass, which is also green. Listen to all of you talking about how much you are used, how you are seen everywhere. Well, that's the very reason I know that the Father would want me for this special assignment said Orange, with glowing confidence. Perhaps I'm not seen as often as you are, but I have zip and dash and am used in special ways. What is the brightest vegetable on a plate for humans? Carrots, of course, to help them see better. And when that special season of fall comes to the earth, None of you would look nearly as beautiful without my brilliance. How many of you have a fruit actually named for them alone? I've never heard of a blue, a red, a green, a yellow, but you have all heard of an orange. I think that alone shows what a favorite I am. Violet had been shyly withdrawn from the boasting of the other colors, but finally she felt it was her time to speak. I may be the shyest of all of you, and so I am the last to speak, but I know without any doubt that I am the most special of all the colors that God has created I am the color that you will see in a tiny, beautiful violet as well as in the purple cloth of a mighty king. I am a color that men value highly because they must work hard to produce me. I am clearly the obvious choice to fulfill the Father's request, or he would not have chosen me to be the color of royalty and wine, and treasured orchid flowers as well. And so it went, the remaining days of decision, which should have been spent in reasoning together about a perfect plan for taking God's promise to earth, were spent in prideful self-centeredness, and finally, 
a conflict among the colors such as had never before been seen in the heavenly realm. The colors eventually became so entangled with one another from their arguing that there was no way of telling where one color began and the other ended, or where one ended and the other began. When the angels arrived for their answer, they stared in astonishment at the sight before them. The first angel that was able to speak shouted, Hallelujah! at the wonder of the sight she saw before her. We never dreamed that you could come up with such a perfect choice. Each of you, side by side, in perfect blended unity, has a far more special beauty than any one of you could possibly have alone. God will be so pleased at the choice you've made to deliver his special message. The colors looked at one another in puzzled astonishment. Our choice? They liked us all scrunched up together? We've never been together like this before. It is kind of cozy. I sort of like it, too. I believe I do look even better next to you. I think you're right. We each seem to bring out something special in the other. You know, the angels are right. We are far more beautiful together than we ever were apart. And I know that is the way the Father intended it to be. It was then that the six colors noticed that another color had appeared among them. For as the colors became entwined with one another, here and there could be seen traces of yet another color. It was a deep, deep, dark blue that seemed to be like the very Spirit of God Himself working among the colors to bring them together. The seventh color was indigo, a color that added true depth to the completed blending of the other colors. One final touch to bring God's beautiful sign of promise together. And so it came to pass that God sent a special sign of promise to a man named Noah and his family and all of the animals two by two that had been saved from the flood on Noah's ark. It was a promise of God's enduring love for all those who love and follow him. Across the sky, in magnificent, brilliant color, never before seen by humankind, side by side, happy to be together, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet, the first rainbow. I hope you've enjoyed this story from my imagination. Now I want to tell you a way that artists use to remember the order of the colors in the rainbow. It's a name, Roy G. Bill, standing for red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. But even more important, than remembering the order of the colors in the rainbow 
is remembering what it's a sign of, that it's a sign of God's love for us. Well, of course, the story I just read to you was from my imagination, but I got the idea to write it from a story that is from the Word of God. It's in the Bible, in Genesis, and I'd like to tell you that story now. It's the story about Noah, and here is how it came to be. There came a time on the earth when God saw that the earth had become corrupt and filled with violence. A man named Noah was the only righteous good man remaining, and he found favor with God. So God told Noah that he had decided to destroy all living creatures, for they had filled the earth with meanness and violence. Then God instructed Noah to build a large boat to be prepared for the time when God was going to send rain and a flood that would destroy every living thing except for the people and the animals that would be on the ark to be built by Noah. He told Noah that the boat must be large enough for Noah, his wife, his three sons and their wives, and two of every kind of animal, large and small, as well as those that fly or scurry along the ground. Noah did everything exactly as God commanded. When the ark was completed, Noah and his wife and sons and their wives entered the boat. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two they came into the boat, representing every living thing that breathes. A male and female of each kind entered, just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door of the boat, and the rains began to fall. For forty days and forty nights the rains fell, and the floodwaters grew deeper and deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth, high above the highest mountain peaks. Then, after a hundred and fifty days, when the floodwaters had completely receded, Noah and his family and all of the animals and birds left the boat into a beautiful, fresh new world. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them to be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. Then God said, I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds and I will remember my promise to you that I will never again destroy all life with floodwaters. This rainbow is the sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. I hope you've enjoyed the color-filled promise from my imagination and God's story of Noah from the Holy Bible. Join me again in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. <laughs>